0: We often hear about fear of failure and fear of success as being reasons that people play small and don't go for their dreams, but I think that these two have a cousin that's a sneaky culprit as well. On this episode, I'm going to get a little bit personal with you guys, and we're going to talk about the fear of disappointment, how it's held me back, and how it might be what's holding you back as well. Let's go. (music) Welcome to Fruition Mindset, where it's all about mindset coaching for Christian entrepreneurs. Hey, I see you trying to get this thing to work for you, but feeling like you're struggling with decisions and stuck in doubt. You're afraid to commit, you feel like you have one foot in and one foot out, and you keep second guessing your every move. When I wanted to start my first business over 10 years ago, I was the same way. It didn't matter how many letters I had behind my name or what my credentials were, I never felt qualified. I'm Kayla Eggenberger, wife, mom, and daughter of the king, and I'm here to tell you that you can transform your mindset, ditch doubt, and take confident action in your business. Your breakthrough is on the other side of letting go of all these fears you have around your business, finally saying yes and stepping into who God has created you to be and where he's calling you to go. If you're ready to develop the mindset you need to take the dreams and goals God has laid on your heart and bring them into fruition, you are in the right place. So fill up your favorite mug, grab your journal, and get ready to take some thoughts captive. Well, hello, my friend. I hope you are having a wonderful day. I have to tell you that this week I have been so excited because I have some awesome ideas that that I'm working on that are just for you. And I'm not going to reveal everything about what it is yet because I don't have it 100% fleshed out, but I'm hoping to very soon. So I just want you to know that I'm thinking about you and I'm thinking about ways and things that I can do to make mindset work easier and more fun for you. So today we're talking about fear of disappointment. Have you experienced this? Do you know what this is? I have to say if you had asked me about whether or not I was fearing disappointment, I would have told you no. (laughs) <laughs> like, no, that's not what's going on with me. But I will describe my personal like journey through it. And hopefully, if it's something that you are dealing with as well, you will, you know, relate to it and be able to understand it better and ultimately move through it. Okay, so here's what I noticed. I noticed that whenever it came to my business goals and really whenever it came to almost any goals but it started my awareness my awareness around it started with my business goals i noticed that i would set these goals and then i would not make them happen okay and it wasn't just like i wouldn't make them happen and that i was pursuing them and then falling short it wasn't like that at all it was a it was an issue that i realized came down to my level of desire I knew what to do to get myself to the next level, but I just wasn't doing it. And I really had to sit with myself with this and think about, okay, what's really going on here? I say that I want this thing. I want to create this thing in my life and yet I'm not taking action on it. What is up with that? You know, like, am I just lazy? Do I not really want it? You know, what's going on here? It came to a point where. I started thinking about all of the things that we hear about, you know, fear of success, fear of failure. I started thinking about what would happen if I succeeded, right? Is there something there that if I actually made this happen, that there was a consequence on the other side of that success that I didn't want. And I started to think about failure the same, the same way, right? Like if I, if I really went for this thing and I failed, what would that mean about me? You know, what would I make that mean? But I also started to realize that it it wasn't either of those things. It wasn't failing ahead of time to avoid failure. It was just genuinely like my feelings around it and my desire to do it didn't match intellectually what I wanted. Like, in my head, I really wanted something. I wanted this goal enough to just constantly be frustrated by the fact that I wasn't pursuing it. Like, it was just like, nagging me, right? Like, like, it's something that I really felt called to and felt led to, but at the same time, I wasn't pursuing it. And so I felt this, like, dissonance, this discord within myself because of it. But at the same time, it's like my desire to actually make it happen just wasn't there. I mean, it was just muted. Just, I don't even know how to describe it other than it just wasn't there. And this was so interesting to me and frustrating personally, but it was also kind of like a puzzle because in my past, If I wanted to make something happen, if I had a goal, I just went and made it happen. I just did it, you know? I mean, I remember the year that I set a goal to run a half marathon. By the end of that year, I ran a a full marathon. That's how I rolled in pretty much everything, no matter what area of life it was. It was like, okay, like once something was in my crosshairs that I wanted to make happen, man, I just went for it, right? I just made it happen. And so this was a new thing for me. Like it, and it freaked me out. I was like, what is happening with me? You know, it. And, and once again, it wasn't just in one area. It wasn't just in my business, although this is, you know, kind of the example I'm giving, but it wasn't just in my business. It was, you know, in my health and fitness, it was in my relationships. It was in a lot of those areas across the board. If I were to skate, like, you know, rate my life, I had sevens across right? Which I mean, that's great. That's good. That's, that's not bad, right? Like seven out of 10 isn't bad. But I noticed that I was staying at seven out of 10 all the time, even though I was trying to do these things to, you know, to grow and to improve. And I had these goals. I was still at seven out of 10 the whole time. And I just started to realize that I wasn't making anything happen. I noticed that whenever it came to things that I needed to do in my business, I had these thoughts of it can wait, right? Like I would put it off. I would think, oh, I can do that tomorrow or I can do that next week. I can do that next year, <laughs> you know, like I'm putting things off and I'm also just like kind of discounting everything, like saying it doesn't really matter. You know, it doesn't really matter if I do that. It doesn't really matter if I do that right now. It doesn't really matter if I do it at all. I would spend a lot of time either distracting myself from what I needed to be doing, or I would spend a lot of time in learning mode, you know, passively learning, passively doing things, but not actually implementing the things that I learned or the things that I needed to do. And as someone that's really into personal development and mindset work and all this stuff, you know, I'm questioning myself the whole time. I'm like, am I just afraid of judgment? You know, afraid to put myself out there? Is that why I'm not doing some of these things? And at some point my answer was no. I mean, don't get me wrong, friend. Like I have experienced that in the past too. I think most of us us have, but I knew in this instance, that's not what it was. It was something else. I noticed that whenever I was showing up, and I was doing things that I needed to do, I was dabbling. You know what I mean? Like, I was dabbling instead of really going after my dream. And it shouldn't be shocking that I got the results that you get when you dabble in something. You know? I got the results that you get when you put things off. I got the results that you get when you read and learn everything, but don't actually implement those things. And so I was in this state of frustration I was trying to figure out how to get myself motivated. And I was really just having a little bit of a crisis of figuring out like, okay, is this me? Like, this doesn't seem like me. I'm somebody that goes for what I want. Like, why do I have this just muted lack of desire for this thing that I know in my heart and my mind that I want? so badly? You know, like, why am I not going after it? And as I continued to ask that question, I started to get some answers. I sat down and got really serious about it. Like, okay, for real, Kayla, like, what is going on? What are you afraid of? And I realized that I was afraid of feeling disappointed. I realized as I was journaling that I had just kind of this feeling of futility like it didn't matter how much I did or what I did it probably wouldn't work out and this was a shocking thought for me frankly i know that there are some that that you know this is maybe a pattern of thought you've had for a really long time but this was new to me and until i started coaching myself on this I didn't realize that was there. It's not like I was consciously going around saying, you know, oh, it doesn't matter what I do, but you know what? I was. Remember I told you earlier, I would say to myself, oh, you know, it doesn't matter if I do that today. I can do that tomorrow or I can do that next week or, you know, whatever. I would keep putting it off because it didn't matter if I did it today or it didn't matter if I did it at all. But I wasn't thinking about it in such a deep way, you know, that I thought it was a a futile endeavor. It was that, you know, I just thought about it more in like a logistical way or a schedule way, (laughs) you know? I initially thought that my lack of desire must be because I didn't have some like fire under my rear making me do it, right? Like my back wasn't up against a wall. I'm somebody that works really well under pressure. I do well with deadlines. Like, you know, I mean, (laughs) I like to do things at the last minute. I'm just gonna be honest. And for this business goal, I thought, well, You know, like if I had money constraints, right? Or like maybe if I had some money problems or some issues there, you know, maybe then I would finally be motivated to really make this happen. And sure, I mean, that might, you know, that might up the level of desire, but I also don't want my outside circumstances, especially having to have negative outside circumstances, influence my feelings and my actions, right? So I realized that actually that really wasn't the case. It was the fear of disappointment. And as I started to recognize that it's that, that that feeling of like no matter what I do, it won't happen or may not happen or probably won't happen, that feeling of futility, that really was what was keeping me stuck and keeping me playing really small, just doing a little bit, just dabbling, putting stuff off, staying in learning mode, and not really going after what I want and what I believe I'm called to do full force. Oh, and I forgot to mention this part, but of course during this time, I'm also making a ton of excuses, (laughs) right? I'm making excuses. It's because I don't have enough time or it's because I don't have enough support or it's because you know I have all these other responsibilities of homeschooling my girls or blah, 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 blah. Like whenever I started to examine all those things, I realized that none of those were really what was going on. So after I realized that I was having this fear of disappointment and that was the culprit. That was the thing that was really keeping me from having that level of desire I needed to really go for my goal. I questioned where did this come from, right? That would be like the logical next question. So as I was coaching myself, I was asking myself, okay, why do you feel like this is a futile or futile, I'm not sure how to say that, endeavor, And the thought that came to mind had to do with another thing that I had wanted in my life really badly that no matter what I did just wasn't going to happen. And so this is where it gets a little bit personal, you guys. Actually, I feel like this whole thing has been personal. So (laughs) thanks for letting me open up to you guys today. After I had my first child, I wanted a big family. Now, I have to tell you, before that, I never really wanted a big family. It wasn't something that was on my radar. There was definitely a long time in my life that I didn't even know if I wanted kids. But after I had my first baby, oh my goodness, I just fell so in love, so hard, so fast, and. I just loved and love being a mom and so I wanted a big family and a lot of you may already know our second daughter that was born 18 months after my first she had a congenital heart defect and and she passed away and that's a that's another story for another time and there's I I have so much to share with that experience my sweet little Claire man her life Changed my life in so many profound and powerful ways. Anyway, but after that, I got pregnant again a year later, exactly a year later after she was born, and I had an early miscarriage, and that was, you know, heartbreaking. And then I was blessed, so blessed with my younger daughter, who is now five years old. And then some of you may know also that in the 2020, the beginning of 2020, whenever, <laughs> whenever the world was going crazy, I was pregnant again with another daughter and her name was Stella. And I had a late miscarriage with, with her. And at this point, I'm not going to go into all the details, but it is very unlikely that I will ever have more children. And so that dream of having a big family is kind of gone. And while I had worked through and dealt with a lot of the grief and feelings that come along with each of those situations, I didn't realize that there was this residual feeling of disappointment that was carrying over into other areas of my life. As I started to think about it, it started to make more sense to me that that was the case. Here was something that I really wanted in my life, right, that I really wanted to create in my life, and I was willing to go through the pain and the fear and the heartache and the heartbreak to get it, right? Because I have to tell you guys, it can be very difficult to be willing to go through, you know, the pain and the fear and the anxiety and everything that comes up to try to have another baby whenever you've had a loss, not to mention several losses. Those of you that have walked that road, you know what I'm talking about, but you don't have to have walked that particular road to be able to understand or for this to apply to you because we've all had disappointments in our lives. And many of us have had big disappointments, big losses. And we've had things happen that have kind of crushed our spirit. And you may not have even realized that that is what happened because I didn't realize that was kind of what had happened to me. So with this dream of wanting to expand my family, I was totally willing to do all the things, walk through all the heartache, all the heartbreak to continue to try to create this family. Even though it was very difficult emotionally, I held this space of keeping this dream alive, right? And keeping it open and still pursuing it and wanting it. And it was about two years ago, I have to tell you guys, (laughs) So I'm sitting here thinking about it, it was almost exactly two years ago when I realized that no matter what I did, most likely that wasn't going to happen, that our family, is complete the way that it is, and that left me with some disappointment, and so I started to recognize that, oh, wow, that that is that situation, and my thoughts about that situation had somehow carried over into other areas of my life to where around that time two years ago, I started to have this fear of wanting something really bad and going after it because of the heartbreak that I might feel if I didn't get it. Through recognizing that that's the thought I was having, even though I didn't really know it until I asked myself a bunch of questions that helped bring it up. Through realizing that, I was able to clearly see that this situation isn't that situation. Just because that was the outcome in the size of my family, it doesn't mean that that is going to be the outcome in everything else that I do. And as you're sitting here listening to this, you're probably thinking, duh. <laughs> you know? And I think that too, now that I look back on it, but I have to tell you at the time, I just really didn't even realize the effect that one situation in my life was having on everything else. Just the awareness of that changed everything. I had a major shift that day that I realized that these things were connected because now I was able to disconnect them. Having the awareness of, oh, okay, I'm afraid of feeling disappointed. Oh, and that's because of this other situation where I tried really hard and wanted something really bad and I was disappointed. That doesn't mean that everything else is going to happen that way. So you know what? It's okay to want something really bad and it's okay to go for it and the disappointment and hurt that you've had in the past, the results that you've had in the past, they do not dictate the results that you will have in the future. And once I realized that, it's like my dreams came alive again. I started allowing myself to really go for it, to really want it and to practice wanting it. That's something also that I will say for another episode, but it's how we have to stoke that desire. If you have gone through some major loss and disappointment, it can be kind of hard to start dreaming again. So if you've been dabbling, if you haven't been showing up, if you've been setting goals and not doing the things that you need to do to make them happen, if you have been stuck in the same place for a long time. Even if it's not a bad place, right? Sevens across the board isn't bad. But if you've been stuck, I want to encourage you to dig a little deeper, ask yourself some good questions. Because so often, that one shift in your thinking can get you unstuck and change everything. So thanks for letting me be a little bit vulnerable today. I appreciate you so much. And If you struggle with any of this stuff, I want to invite you to join me for a book study of Get Out of Your Head by Jenny Allen. It's all about stopping the spiral of toxic thoughts. Our enemy is determined to get in our heads, to make us feel helpless, overwhelmed, and incapable of making a difference for the kingdom of God. But when we submit our minds to Christ, the promises and goodness of God flood our lives in remarkable ways. And that is from the back of the book. Sounds so good. And we are going to read it and discuss it together in the Facebook community. All you have to do is go to fruitionmindset.com forward slash bookstudy. And of course, the link will be in the description. Just go there and sign up, and I will make sure you have the link and the information to join. I am opening the Facebook group on Monday the 18th, but you don't have to have the book by then. We are not officially starting the actual discussion of the book until the 25th of July. So you have plenty of time to join, but make sure that you do go and register at fruitionmindset.com forward slash book study. And by the way, if you're like, Hey, I, I do not have time to read right now. I don't think I can join the book study. Just come join the group and listen in. You will still get so much out of it. Okay, friend, I hope you have an amazing, wonderful, fruitful rest of your day. And we'll talk next time. Bye. Hey, thank you so much for listening and for hanging out with me today. If this podcast has blessed you in some way, I would love for you to share it with a friend and leave a review on iTunes. When you leave a review, it helps the podcast grow and reach more people. Thanks again. And we'll talk soon.